Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Psalms 115 through 118. My dear friend, Debbie Engel, is stepping in for me with the notes today. Debbie's Rabbit Trails. Hello, Porch family. It is an honor to walk through some of the psalms with you today. Do you find yourself singing as you go? I find that many songs that I've heard all my life originated from these beautiful and ancient psalms. Let's go for a walk. Psalm 115. I love how this one starts, don't you? The psalmist is turning away from self and toward the Father for Yahweh's sake. He doesn't want the nations to say, where is their God now? The psalmist is careful to represent Yahweh well in order for the nations to see that Yahweh is indeed the God of all. Does this remind you of the very first commandment? Yep, me too. More commandment language is coming up. The psalmist continues by talking about the idols of the nations. Recall that not having idols is the second commandment. I want to sit on this section for just a moment. Here are some things to consider. Notice how the idols have mouths, eyes, ears, hands, and feet, but cannot speak, see, hear, feel, or walk. Now, let me have your undivided attention for the next part. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. Psalm 115, verse 8. But Debbie, surely that's an allegory, right? Is it? Do you know any people who have eyes but cannot see or ears but cannot hear? I'm not speaking of the physically blind and deaf here. I am speaking of those who cannot see or hear in other ways, spiritual ways. Now, before you get worried, if you're here with us reading the Word, you're very likely not one of these individuals. You're seeking the Father, seeing His Word, and listening to His voice. However, this is a good warning to us, lest we fall into poor habits and stop seeking. Sometimes this walk is hard. It's easy to get tired. Guard yourself against idols, my friends, especially during your weakest times. Also, let me encourage you to really ask the Father to show you what idols are in our time. Most of us don't have temples to other gods in our communities, but we most definitely have things in our lives that take our focus off of Yahweh and His Word. Those things are idols. May we cry out to Yahweh today and ask Him to help us tear them down from our lives. What can we conclude about the masses of people who could not see and hear in this passage? See Matthew thirteen fifteen. What can we conclude about the disciples since Yeshua gives them the compliment that their eyes can see and their ears can hear? See Matthew thirteen sixteen. One more point about that. Yeshua taught First Testament scriptures throughout his ministry. He was not developing new content on the spot. He was explaining the Torah, the prophets, and the writings. I believe that he was thinking about this very psalm while using language about the senses to teach his disciples. Oh my, I'm getting wordy again. 
Moving on, because there is just too much goodness to pass over today. Psalm 116. I won't linger too much here, but does anyone else see Masonic references in this psalm? Check out Psalm 116, verse 16. Psalm 117. Looking for some entry-level memory work? This psalm packs a punch in just two verses. Notice who is doing the praising here. It is the nations. I encourage you to look it up at this Bible Hub link to really gain a deeper understanding of what is going on here. Psalm 118. Right out of the gate, I'm reminded how glad I am that we are Bible readers. We are encountering language once again that we might not understand the depth of if we had not already been reading. Hats off to you, my friends. His loving kindness endures forever. Does this sound familiar? Well, that's because we've read of it before in Second Chronicles 5 verses 13 through 14. Note, translation handled these words in a variety of ways. You may see mercy, loving kindness, steadfast love, etc. Drill it down to the Hebrew, you will find some Hebrew, the same Hebrew word in both verses. Remember, when the temple that Solomon built was being dedicated and it was filled with the presence of Yahweh, so much that they could not remain inside? Well, it would appear that it was this psalm that they were reciting. That made me smile to realize. One more, and I'll let you get on with your study. Check out the stone that the builders rejected in Psalm 118.22. I think this is the thesis of it all. Have we rejected the stone, the cornerstone? When Yeshua was talking to people about building on a firm foundation, this is what he was talking about. The foundation did not begin with the birth of Yeshua. It began in the beginning. I'm so thankful that we're reading the word and building our houses on the foundation from the beginning on up. Family, I got long on you today, but this is such foundation building stuff. I will leave you with one more thought. As some of you embarked on keeping Passover this year, know that this psalm and several others in the neighborhood were the psalms that Yeshua and his disciples were singing at the end of their Passover remembrance. See Matthew 26:30. And enjoy. Thank you, Debbie. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5:21. We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.